Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Tyre Power. Think safety this February. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. Ten minutes to eight. Good morning to you. Going for a top of 25 degrees today. Our text line 0427 154166. Uh, Bix, before we head to Alberton and chat with Sava Radigalia, we did have a text coming through. Yeah, this one is from Troy at Holden Hill. It says, uh, good morning, Jared and Bix. I'm getting married to my beautiful partner, Jane, in 40 days. I'm thinking about wearing the prison bar Guernseys as a Guernsey, I should say, as we are mad power supporters. Look forward to seeing and talking to you soon, Walshy, on the boundary line. So that is a pretty keen supporter wearing the uh, the power prison bar Guernsey for his wedding. It's ambitious. Yeah. It's, um, it's different, but that's okay. You're into what you're into. Well, like it's a great Guernsey. Well, if his wife doesn't mind, she's a power supporter as well. Why not? That's exactly right. Someone who will be wearing it this year when Port Adelaide get the opportunity to do that in the showdown is their new recruit, it's been two years in the making, and finally, we can welcome Port Adelaide player Asava Radagalia to SENSA Breakfast. I asked you this at the Fan Day on Saturday, Sav. I'm sure it's a relief to say, finally, you're a player for Port Adelaide. Morning, guys. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, mate, it is a it is a relief after after two years. Um, mate, it's 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 nice to uh, finally be here, and uh, preseason's been going well with the boys, so I'm, I'm settling in nicely. Now, um, Asava, congratulations, of course, being able to make the move, and hopefully it's a really good one for you. What have, what have been the major differences you've noticed between Geelong, where you spent uh, the past six years, and, and now another great club in Port Adelaide? Yeah, um, mate, it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of differences here at the moment. Firstly, is that they're a lot younger here, and there's a little bit more energy going around to, to the club, um, which is which is really nice. Um, but, mate, it's... it's uh, the training block that we've had, it's been it's been really nice to see a, a midfield going at it. We've got a lot of really good young players coming through and a lot of players hitting their prime too. So um, that was something that I was super excited for and was a was another big reason why I wanted to come over. Tell us about the transition to becoming a defender because predominantly for the first part of your career, you were seen as a, a, a forward come Ruckman. How did you make the move to defence? And is that something that's really exciting you, hoping to be able to settle in one spot and, and really make a big go of it? Yeah, I, there were, I, I felt like I was sort of stuck in a bit of a hole um, being that forward Ruck position. And then um, I sort of had to make a decision when, when Jeremy Cameron moved to the club when I was at the Cats. Um, I sort of... I couldn't see myself in, in that position or fitting inside the team. So um, I, I had to make a change and I thought I'd give the back line a go. Um, I had a coffee with Cam Guthrie actually randomly and he sort of popped the idea up um, and he and he gave the idea that I should probably give it a go. So um, I had to go in the VFL and sort of never looked back really and I feel, I feel really comfortable back there. And Port Adelaide... Uh have specifically targeted you over the past couple of seasons on a needs basis where you can have that fantastic combination with Alir Alir. Is, is that something that attracted you over to Albert and knowing where Port Adelaide, the club is in regards to their premiership window, but also you would be a player that would be one of the first selected because the club needs you? Yeah, of course. I, I, I felt like there was a bit more opportunity out here for me. Um, that's probably what I struggled with at the Cats. Uh, I was behind a couple of plays over there and um and yeah there was 
of course, there was a, a bit of a gap there here at Adelaide, and Ken was in my ear about that as well. So, um, mate, it was it was a good opportunity for me, and I felt like if I needed to take my footy to another level, I'd have to make the move here. And, um, mate, it's, it's been good this pre-season training with these boys, and I'm starting to feel like I fit in a little bit here, and um, we're gelling together. Well, you'd you'd be pumped. Your timing's fantastic. Uh, the Port Adelaide Footy Club's been a construction site for the last eighteen months. You've arrived and they've opened a brand new facility. That must be great. <laughs> mate, it's, it's bloody good. It's it's uh, these facilities are beautiful, mate. When I rocked up to the Cats, they they just finished building their new clubs <laughs> and their club rooms, and then I've ro- I rolled in here, and um, all this is just done up nicely. So, um, mate, the facilities here are unreal. Um, we've got the new gym and we've got the basketball courts here and everything and um, hey, the boys the boys enjoy it here and I think a few of the boys are spending a bit a bit longer than they should here too because of the, the amount of room and the amount of places we can just hang out here too so we're, uh, we're very fortunate. Um, am I right, Asava, in saying you played a bit of junior footy with uh, with Todd Marshall at the Bush Rangers? Yeah, I did. We, we played in the same league in country Victoria, the, the Murray League. Um, he played for Denny I played for Cobham. So we sort of were coming up against each other from a young age and then um, sort of transitioned into the Murray Bush Rangers and spent a couple of years there together. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good mate of mine and he was actually another reason why I wanted to make the move over here as well. I'm a good friend with Peter McIntyre, who was one of the original Crows players, and he did a bit of coaching with you. He's a, he's a huge rep for both you and Todd. Can you remember working with Peter at the Bush Rangers? I do, mate. I do. He's... he's uh, He's, he's someone that I, I work closely with um, coming through and mate, he, he helped me along the way a lot and I owe a lot to that both. But um, yeah, one, one of my favourite coaches going through, me um, me and Todd were always um, seeing him for vision and, and going through all those things and he always had a lot of time for us. So um, yeah, he's, he's a big part of why I'm here at the moment, I reckon. Just before we let you go, Asava, without giving away your specific house details, what area are you living in? Are you over here by yourself or did you bring family over with you and how are you finding the Adelaide experience? It's a lot warmer than Geelong. Mate, it is nice. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's a lot warmer, which has been really good. Um, I'm in West Lakes at the moment um, and I'm close to the beach, which is nice as well. So I'm uh, not too far from training. Um, so I'm um, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at, and um, mate, Adelaide's perfect for me. Nice and slow, not too hard to get around. I can't deal with the uh, busyness of the city in in, in Melbourne, so uh, mate, it's, it's been perfect for me. Are you doing anything special for Valentine's Day? <laughs> no, mate, no, on my own. I'm I'm single <laughs> as they come, so. <laughs> Single, ready to mingle. <laughs> hey, Asaba, yeah. um, thanks so much for, for having a chat with us. Um, I think every Port fan's excited that you've arrived at the club. You, you, as Jared said, you're exactly what Port Adelaide need in terms of the style of player and the position you play, and we, we wish you all the best. Cheers, guys. appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Asaba Radigalia joining us there from the Port Adelaide Football Club. Uh, Bix, we have a little bit of time before the 8 o'clock news, mm. and we premiered this this morning. I wanted to bring it up again. It's a new little thing that we've got, and it's called Am I Overreacting? You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. That ball was on the line. Shot flew up. It was clearly in. You need to calm down. You've been too long.
everything. Taylor Swift is on the front page of the advertiser today. Well, the cardboard cutout. I have another one I have to ask you because I feel ever since I turned 40, which was just over a week ago, yeah. um, I'm starting to question a lot of things. Okay, what are your questions? I want to now? take you back to the SCG when Australia defeated Pakistan and prior to winning that test match to farewell David Warner's career, he was dismissed. He didn't get to his 100. He was chasing it down and then was dismissed. He looked really disappointed. He walked off towards the members and the ladies stand and he looked to his right-hand side, took off his gloves and his helmet and handed them over to a kid, which I thought was such an incredible moment to see Mm -hmm. the look on the kid's face. Mm -hmm. Mark Bickley, am I overreacting when I say this? Kids who go to football stadiums, soccer venues, cricket matches, holding up signs saying, Mitch Marsh, can I have your gloves? (laughs) Connor Rosie, can I have your boots? Jason Berendorf, can I have your baggy green if you ever get one? (laughs) They deserve to not get the stuff. Am I overreacting when I say this infuriates me when I say Mm. kids now that are normally directed by their parents to hold up a sign saying, give me stuff, so the parents can either chuck it on eBay or just get something. Mm, uh, I agree. I agree totally with you. It's uh, it's very presumptuous, isn't it? Give yes. Me, give me something. Um, so yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, and I'm I'm a bit like you. I like the the, the spontaneous yep. interactions where you know someone goes over and talks to a little kid, and, and if he is really polite and gracious, and and you decide at that time, you know, you've taken your boots off and you say, here, you know, have these because you know you're going to chuck them out or they're you know, you're going to change your bat or your glove or whatever sport you're playing. It should be a spontaneous thing, not people demanding it. Because before you know it, there'll be 15 kids with, can I have I know. this? I saw something at the end of the Brisbane test where the West Indies had just defeated Australia for the first time in Australia since 1997. Steve Smith pretty much carried the bat through the whole way. Mm. Um, he had a bag of... His gloves. He, he I would have seen about fifteen pairs. Well, he goes through that. I've read about this. He nine or ten pairs and innings. Yes, every, every ten or fifteen minutes, he's changing his gloves. Yeah, no kids holding signs. He walked up to the race and just started handing his gloves out to everyone. And I mm. thought that was really nice. No signs because there was a sign. Kick the kid out. Mm. See you later. Well, it's interesting because this is a slightly different level. But what about during the World Cup? This is in uh, mm. the, the world game. You were over in, where was it? Qatar? Yep. There was, you know, like every team that played Messi, there was almost a lineup. I swapped my Guernsey with, is that, is that a similar thing? Like wanting the to swap your Guernseys with? No, that's okay. Because you played against the person and it's a sign of respect. Is it? Yeah. What if all 10 people want his Guernsey? Had it like? Absolutely they would. Mm. That's why they have a raffle in the team. Well, sh- no, but shouldn't the guy who played on him do the swap, not some other random bloke who was at the other end of the pitch. Maybe, but I tell you what, if I was the third choice keeper sitting on the bench for Australia, I would be straight to Messi. <laughs> anyway, it's not an overreaction. <laughs> Quick pick straight after this.